And now the weather. Expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April. And we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to Tax Act. Tax Act? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using Tax Act. Always happy to brighten your day. Tax Act. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. See taxact.com for details. I could just start recording as well. That's great. Yeah, I mean, we. Yeah. Yeah, man. I said, yeah. I shared it in Twitter though as well, so tagged you and all of that. We are good. I just need the OBS up to make sure we're good. We are now called Sign Matt. Ooh. So Ooh. we're going down a professional road. Weird. Weird. It's the first time I've met Matt. It's always been mayhem to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we're we're looking pretty good. Audio sweet. We're good to go. Drinks at the ready. Can you hear Five me? Can you them. hear me? Yep. Yep. You are golden. Good to go. A little bit shade on my face there, but I'm gonna move my light later on. But that that's not for all your listeners. They don't care. They just listen to our voices and we put them to sleep every time. So that's how it how it starts and how, that's how it ends. Guys, Montauk Project today. Montauk Project. It's uh yep. it's a mind bending one. It's a it's a proper mind wong. I've been trying to get my head around since Jesus. What year do we have? 10 years now. Really? Yeah. First time I heard about it 10 years ago. Holy crap. And, you know, the connections between the Philadelphia experiment and a small connection with Alistair Crowley as well. You know, apparently this cunt was, was trying to um, interfere or maybe was interfering with the, uh, with the Second World War through the timelines and, and so on and so on. But let's not talk about this yet. Yeah, this is our fifth podcast, um, 005, officially. We did Walt Disney was the last time we did it, and it was over a month ago, yeah, just had, because issues. We had a little break. We decided not to see each other. Break. <laughs> yeah, we had enough. Uh, Mayhem's shed filled with water, and there was some... So nothing broke. You, you Just seeping water in, it was all good. Yeah, I'm all You just good. had to abandon ship. Yeah, and... Fortunately, the weather was really good and helped me a lot. You know, it hasn't rained for at least a week now. So I got everything dried up. I got the floorboards replaced and I'm good to go. Hell yeah, man. Um, all right, then. Game Pit uh, number five podcast. How's it going? I hope everyone's good. We are live. We are um, all sorts. King Killer's in the chat already. What's up, bro? How's it going, man? You good? Uh, we're obviously live and then it will go on to recording as well to YouTube. And this week we have the Montauk Project. Montauk, okay. So the Montauk Project, we're just going to dive straight into the deep end here because Mayhem has a Harry Potter four-sized book of information for us. Um, And I thought I was good doing five pages. I was like, yeah, I got this. And he just rocks up with an absolute uh, repertoire there. So uh, I'm going to break it down and then I'm going to give you some sort of idea what's going on. Uh, Killer, how you doing, man? How's the family? Hope you're good. Nice to see you in here. Um, that's that's too much blue on one screen. <laughs> you're too blue. I'm red. You're blue. Too blue. Sorry. Can we have some ambiance? <laughs> oh, we changed the green. Is that okay? 
Yeah, oh, that's a bit better. Do you like, how's that? 100% true. How are you doing? Uh, welcome to the chat. We've got a couple in there already. Uh, we're just going to kick off, and if you um, miss anything or whatever, it's always available on the actual channel itself. It's a newish channel. We had 50 episodes on my personal YouTube, but we decided to make a new one, etc. So, here we go. Montauk Project, boys. If It sounds a bit of a weird name. Um, you will recognise it. Stranger Things. If anyone's seen Stranger Things, you've heard of Stranger Things. It's so popular on Netflix. I think season four is coming uh, the next month or something. Um, yeah, it's that, basically. But great response, Loveheart. <laughs> there you go. Blue. Sorry, green. <laughs> uh, feeling blue, maybe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Stranger Things, mind control, CIA experiments. Um, <laughs> that's very good, yeah. We might have to turn his mic up as well at some point or make sure that he's in, he's in the right direction. Yeah, he's gone for the... He wanted to be like me. He's copying me, the the up approach. That's ah, it. Yeah, it. Be all right. It's like this. <laughs> you don't have to see me. <laughs> Right, so diving in, boys. Right, the Montauk Project is a conspiracy theory about government projects conducted at a place called Camp Hero. Uh, there's also on YouTube videos people going up to Camp Hero um, and having a look around. Um, I think you're allowed. No. <laughs> is it me or the British speaker? Sound incredible. Sounding smart is the key to this whole thing, definitely. Yeah, and Mayhem's Irish, so when he starts to speak, yeah, it will just plummet. But uh, slap in the face that might. <laughs> Um, so, Montauk, Camp Hero, Air Force Base, uh, New York, right? It's shut down, but if you look on YouTube, plenty of people have been there and to look around, so you get these adventure YouTubers that have actually been to Camp Hero, and you can look around. It's a mental building. Uh, it's an old RAF base, and basically it's got a massive antenna at the top, but some real dodgy shit went down in there. So, uh, if the name rings a bell, it's because of the popular Netflix show, Stranger Things, all uh, based around this project. So this project was in the 80s, which is obviously where the Stranger Things pro um, show is based around that era. Um, stories have been circulating since since the 1980s. And to quote, a guy called Preston B. Nichols, who was an electrical engineer at Montauk Air Force Base. Um, this is his words as well. Essentially, two projects, a mind control project where they influenced the mind of man using electromagnetics and also developed or evolved into time travel, end quote. That was his exact words. Um, so to set the scene for the secret time travel program that the CIA was working, it all sounds a bit nuts, doesn't it? Secret time travel programs. Strange. If you've seen Stranger Things, and they go to that place called the Upside Down. Go on, man. Uh, he added one more thing. There was interdimensional travel as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some stuff on that as well so later that, on. That's crazy. Well, that's, fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah, I reckon you've got some more in-depth stuff on about that. But I, I'm probably just like the icing on the cake. Mayhem is going to be the full cake. <laughs> no, not really, not really. I'm not jumping out. <laughs> You're missing a few slices, but most of the cake. <laughs> so uh, to set the scene for the secret time travel program, the CIA is working on you get into a room with a strange machine. So you go into a room, there's a strange machine. It's like a, sort of like a sci-fi show anyway. Um, because there's a there's a chair in there, and a young boy was strapped into the chair, scared but looking determined. He's wearing a skull cap that was all different wires hanging out of it. So it's sort of like a Star Trek sort of scene, and you know how they make up all the buttons and the lights on a spaceship uh, set. Uh, so they've got the big tower, it's all flashing lights, there's a lad strapped to a chair, it looks like an electric chair, he's got a skull cap on, uh, all lights flashing, he's got all different kind of wires going into his brain and things like that. Uh, but it's all for good reason, maybe. Anything's probably not for good reason with the CIA, actually. But uh, once satisfied, the boy is secure. Two men in black suits 
and two scientists, they turn the machine on and you can hear the hum of electricity. The boy looks scared and for the scientist to calm him down and says, just like we discussed, concentrate on the target and the date, September 4th, 1976. So the lad's strapped to a chair, he's about to do something sick. He's, he's got this date and time focused in there, that's how they do it, he's focused on that point, uh, the mind's eye and all that jazz. So the hum of the power grid um, grew so strong in the room that it was just absolutely unbearable, a blinding flash of light and the boy disappeared. Then a minute later, reappears, sweating and panting profusely, one of the men in black suits rush over and says, did you see him, did you see the target? The boy nods his head and with a quiet, exhausted voice, the boy says, yes, he was talking with a man about a submarine called Akula. Then the boy faints. These are the words um, of the, the men in black said after. Tell the president our operative successfully infiltrated Soviet space time. He didn't gather any useful intelligence, only confirmed that our field operatives know already. Uh, the Russians are building a big submarine, which was the codename Akula. So this boy apparently travelled there saw the submarine, um, saw his target, and then come back. Have you heard about the same thing, Mayhem? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they used it, allegedly. They used the yeah, chair. allegedly. I'm telling it as, as if it's like yeah. a story for you, just to make it a bit easier in your brain. Allegedly, they used the chair for many purposes. Like, you know, as you said, uh, you know, it's like a looking glass, through the looking glass to see what to see the target, to, to apprehend any information and so on. And they also used it for uh, to travel as well, you know. So, yeah, keep going. Keep yeah, we've got some more on that. So, yeah, this is according to whistleblowers as well. So, they're according to whistleblowers, uh, you know, like um, Edward Snowden and the NSA and all that stuff. That's a whistleblower. Basically, you work for these secret governments and then you once, you know, you, you bail and just pull the whole, blow the whole project onto the public, basically. Um, using psychic children to reach out different uh, dimensions. And apparently this is only the start. They had actually successfully accomplished many things uh, deep underground. Camp Hero ran for 11 years. Two men needed hypnotherapy to recover from what they uh, experienced as children. So um, I'm not sure if I'm going to repeat myself here, but what I remember from watching stuff about this, um, they needed hypnotherapy. And when they was getting it, like it sort of unlocked the, the past memories for them. So they were sort of brainwashed to forget it. So they didn't remember their childhood or remember any of this stuff. But they were traumatized by something, but didn't know what. So they go into this hypnotherapy, and then it all starts coming back, and they're having flashes of this chair and this room and stuff. It must be like, wow, man! Like, um, it do, I don't like for a second in my mind. Do not doubt for one second that the CIA were hundred percent doing stuff to people to try and and do this sort of like mind travel. Uh, all this crazy stuff. There's no way that they did not try this. Or apparently the project is still on running, which doesn't surprise me either. They would have just moved the place. Oh, but um, what if? Like you know, yeah. they, they probably did that and did legit. Yeah, there's probably not even. It's not even the only place. Probably it's probably all over the country. It's crazy. Um, hundred percent killer man. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah. Wow. This is my favorite bit. So listen to this. The Soviets could also do the same. Apparently. So uh, we've we've traveled in twelve dimensions. So so they made the Psychic Warrior program. That sounds sick. I would have one hundred percent been in the Psychic Warrior program, man. So I want that job description, like Psychic Warrior. All right, cool, man. <laughs> so um, with American psychic soldiers training to mentally defeat enemy spies, I have literally not a single clue on how 
the actual hell psychic warriors battle one another <laughs> there you go mayhem have there's, you got anything else on that there's there's a good example the past two years the government has defeated us just uh, locking us up oh. there you go sorted that's how it works you know we're just being deprogrammed uh hi babe oh she's not coming in yeah that, it's only two of us she just decided not to join us at all like you know I know, yeah. They're a bunch she, she's like our um, middle of the match, middle of UFC. The girl comes in in a bikini with the the scorecard or whatever. Nine round nine. She's like that for our podcast. She brings in all the punters. Yeah, and she always has uh, the wrong. We could have we could have doubled the viewers right now, babe. Yeah, she yeah she always has the wrong poster, like you know. Yo, Roll, how's it going, man? You good? <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> yeah, they just come over Everyone's to look at us. In. I know, yeah, yeah. Have you got anything on this uh, Psychic Warrior program then? No, man? not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Right? Oh. Because you've just uh, basically, I don't know, you just highlighted the, the, the whole Monte Carlo. Uh, yeah, I'm highlighting a lot yeah. of stuff. That's how I, you know, I, I sort of go over things and then you just like, right. just do things. So, you know, there was... I've the... only got... Yeah. No, no, go keep going. You've only got... That's it, yeah? So just go on, open your can, get the <laughs> get in here. Oh yeah, so um, this is you're going to elaborate more, but we did the Philadelphia experiment as well, and we've done it on this channel as well. <laughs> I've kind of ran late. Um, so the Philadelphia experiment is linked. May and we'll go into that a bit more. Uh, it's good because every time I've just done a little smidgen on a little subject of it, I can always put it over to Mayhem, so that's pretty good. Um, da -da 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 -da. They even used yeah, nuclear power generators. <laughs> so they use nuclear power generators to give the project more power and and right so as well as um so then they're strapping children to chair that just imagine stranger things you, you you've got this visual now stranger things you're in a chair you've got a school cap on you've got wise and you're teleporting to so this guy uh time traveled this lad to 1976 to look at a, a black russian submarine called akula and then all of a sudden they needed more power to teleport people further. So they put in nuclear power generators uh, to make the project 10 times. And they managed to teleport a man to deep space, apparently, says the whistleblowers. You know, take it how you will. Uh, and when he returned, he died shortly after because of the exposure to deep space. Um, you know, I'm just giving you the, uh, the light version. Uh, and then May will give you the paid version. Right. Uh, the craziest thing I read, though, this is by this is just out there, man. The craziest thing I read was in 2012, President Obama himself was teleported to Mars, okay, to meet with an alien delegation running a cooperative research base um, with Americans there as well that worked alongside aliens because aliens had the hand in the Project Montauk. This is ridiculous reading this um because it was the alien technology we was using uh if mayhem anything on that right now, yeah. i couldn't say that with a straight face no it everything couldn't, was but... kind of believable until that point okay so uh there if, if you look at the internet and you you read books and there's a there's a montauk uh, chronicles it's a two-hour movie that was made and right. it was trying it's not a documentary it's, it's more like um Shit, it's it's more like uh, half documentary, half a movie, you know, half a film that, that 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 tells the story. But we have to remember that it's all connected to Philadelphia Experiment, and it's like uh, you know, uh, Back to the Future shit. Marty McFly yeah. gets into, you know, Rick and Morty goes in behind, and there's yeah. a Star Wars flying over, and the Star Trek helps everything. So this is how the fuck 
It's so fucked up. If, if, if so, it Philadelphia Experiment, we did that as well. Uh, we haven't done it on this channel. We did, um, what did we do? We did Admiral Bird. Uh, Philadelphia is on the other channel. That was, um, they teleported a whole warship. Um, and when it reappeared, uh, the crew that was on it was all mangled into the ship. It was all part of the ship, dead. Every every person came back dead, not a single survivor. Um, Some people jumped the over the board home. and into the green fog. And they just reappeared in the bar. There was there, there's a story that uh, uh, two sailors or a couple of sailors they jumped over the board, and there was a when all started the green fog appeared. You know, so we have yeah. to make it as a horror movie, right? So I'm going to be scared, you know, shitless after that anyway. So <laughs> the green fog appears. You know, they turn on the generator in the in in the in the engineer room in in in, the, in uh, underneath the ship ship, and what happens there is they jump over. And there's a story that a couple of them, a couple of seamen, uh, I said that. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say it gets it, so. me every time. I'm 33, man. Yeah, a couple of sailors, they appeared in a pub somewhere. And they got in a fight. And then they just reappeared on the ship after all. Like So, you know, things, things happen strangely. But there is a person that's connected to it. His name oh, yeah? Is, yeah, his name is Al Bielik. Have you heard of Al Bielik? No, I haven't. Right, so apparently, Felix is the man that watched Philadelphia Experiment for, in 1988, right? I want to get it right. So, he didn't remember anything. Apparently, his past life, it was under a different name and so on. But, it's so fucked up, you, have, you just have to get your head around oh, it, right? Oh, shit. So, apparently, uh, he was an engineer, electrical engineer on, uh, on USS Eldridge. Okay. So, uh, and he was, uh, he was the power of that Philadelphia experiment. And remember, the Navy was trying to make the, uh, the ship uh, not, not able to be detected by, uh, by any enemy raiders. So that was, that was the point of it. So what happened during the Philadelphia experiment, uh, basically the ship disappeared. They reappeared in a different place. Uh, the CIA, U.S.'s Navy, they, the U.S. Navy, they just said no. It just took off from one place and reappeared again because, you know, of the time frame and after it happened. So he claims to have been one of the actual sailors who were below decks in the control room operating generators which powered the, the USS Eldridge altogether. He doesn't remember that until 1988 when he sits down, opens the can of beer, right, and watches Philadelphia Experiment. It's not the, the, the one, the newest one. Then you can you can watch on, on rent. It's just like a, it's not a B movie. It's, it's, it's a lower class of Hollywood movie. Bollywood, as much yeah, of Indians do. <laughs> 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 so, <On the ship. laughs> yeah, and and he sees that, and and his memory is unlocked, and he just so says, Babe just put his memories came flooding back. He learned that his name was Al uh, Bielik or whatever. After all, born uh, Edward Cameron, apparently. Exactly, Ed Cameron. Remember the, the surname Cameron because we're going to go to a, to a different person, right? So. He passed away uh, in 2011, age 84. He's actually, he's actually, he's actually, his memories are written down and he, he never changed his story until, until, he never changed his story. He died just saying the same thing. So, is it true? Well, we'll find out. So, the, the story, he's an electrical engineer, he does his stuff for months of project and <clears throat> another person, it's a Stuart Swedlow. Stuart Swedlow is one of the boys for the Montauk project. Allegedly, 
Albiele claims there was around 10,000 boys they took part in this Montauk project. They were strapped in the chair, they were, they were taking part in experiments, and around 1% of them survived. And then 1% of that 1% was able to live normal life after all. That's messed up. That number, that number by more people is being multiplied by 10. So basically 10,000 to 100,000 kids disappeared altogether. So, well, when they were strapped in the chair, apparently, allegedly, when they were doing those experiments, some of them didn't survive in the first test, first run. The body exploded, uh, got fried up. Yeah, know. I can't imagine why. You've got yeah. this skull cap on metal onto your skin. Exactly. So with they were wires doing foot nose. They went and you, as it's far. just planning normal electricity, and then you're hooked up to it. You personally are hooked up to a nuclear generator. Yeah. And um, Albilic says that just before he got teleported from 1943 to 1988, yeah, or maybe his consciousness was was basically transported from one to another. Babe says again, uh, he'd been de-aged, had his memory wiped, and had been forced to live out the rest of his life as. Al Bielik uh, is what it says. De-aged. Don't know. Don't know. How is that possible? Like you know, it's that's crazy. What 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 is they're trying to explain is that they weren't operating, just moving the bodies around. It's just uh, your own consciousness, like your own soul was traveling through time uh, or being transported to one place to another. So basically, if you were, uh, if I was sitting in a chair and I thought about you or beep, I would be inside beep. You know. And people wouldn't Easy even know about it. So basically the soul or consciousness was just replaced with me. That's, 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 that's what they're trying to, um, to explain by, by those videos and the books and, and the reports. Uh, so what they said is, um, uh, so everybody has this ability. Apparently everyone has the yes. um, psychic slash telekinesis power in them, but it's stronger in some people than it is other people. And they were using the strongest ones that could move like, the sort of the matrix like bend a spoon move a table a little bit, millimeter them sort of people they were using for these psychic warrior programs and things kids. like that kids boys especially yeah yeah that's what they were uh, hence used. the stranger things yeah. all the kids there yeah boys but 11 is a girl so that's that's you know i had to change it you know the originally the the, the creators of stranger things they wanted to name it montauk just montauk you know and but it was copyrighted wanted, or something. Yeah, somewhere. they wanted to to place it in New York as well, like on uh, the, the same place the camp here was. Yeah. Yes. You know, uh, but they man, they could have as well. The abandoned place that'd be mental if they'd have done it there. Yeah. And oh, they they shit. think there's some underground tunnels there as well, like. But recent so, uh... geological uh, survey said that it's impossible because it the area the area of Camp Hero is like, you know, the gla- glacier just spits everything out. And that's just the leftovers. And the glacier just pukes everything out. It's just the sand, you know, crushed ground and all that stuff just well together. So they're saying it's impossible to have underground tunnels there. Because, you that, know, um, that Preston Nichols um, come out afterwards. He wrote books uh, and all sorts. He, um, he went proper public and mental about it. Oh, yeah, but all of them did. He got uh, seriously discredited and nothing proven true and just absolutely shot down. But uh, it's either he's full of shit or, obviously, if it's the government involved, they would shut something like that down. You can't just, you know, yeah. not... He says this, but the government are the government. 
they oh, control sure. everything. Government, government intelligence, something, and it's always a different thing anyway. Uh, yeah. So Preston Nichols, he was electrical engineer. He worked with Bielik. Uh, he claims that through hypnosis and brainwashing, he was made to forget that he was living at a double life. Right? Yeah. So double yeah, life that, by that's, day. That's what I'm saying about the uh, hypnosis and yeah. things like that. So by day, apparently he was a, you know, the, the not well-mannered engineer. Nobody liked him. And by night, he participated in some strange experiments. Well, just one could imagine. That's what he says. He claims to have used a modified version of the old Montauk Raider under duress to generate an updated Philadelphia experiment for exceeding, you know, numero uno altogether. But mm. that's Preston Nichols. So he, Preston Nichols, he's, he's, we'll come back to him whenever we're closing the whole project because uh, Stranger Things, they have the beast. Montauk yeah, Project, Come Hero has this beast as well. Yes, that's allegedly. How did I not come across that? Allegedly. So I already thought that. As soon as I said Stranger Things, I thought, shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be some mad monster in there. Duncan Cameron, a brother of Ed Cameron. Okay. Right? He was one of the central figures. So he was one of those boys with powers. So he could sit, he was sat in a chair and he could, at the very end, he was one of the main ones. He was actually the leader, not the leader, but he was the boy to go to. And he was actually doing all the stuff. He experimented with the travels. He uh, apparently he uh, landed on Mars. Like a and he, was, he was he was he trans he transported himself to Mars. His consciousness was transported to Mars, and he could see back in time. But what we spotted, I'll tell you later. So, according to Bielik, so instead of his whole body disappearing, yes. it's just his mind was going places. Just his mind appearing in some other form. On, on the other planet, you know, so that's how far oh, they shit. apparently that's how far they end they, they ended. So according to Bielik, so we know that Duncan Cameron is one of the central figures, the main man, the numero uno, el persona importante. So according to Bielik, he was his brother while he was at Cameron, who jumped off the USS Eldridge and landed in the future. Allegedly, both were uh, sent back to Eldridge to destroy the equipment that was keeping the ship in the hyperspace. So the hyperspace. Wow. They're, 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 they, they, they come to the point when they open the portal or they create a hyperspace when they travel through it or, you know, that's, it's like the starting point. It's like the loading game. It's like being inside yeah. the Hadron Collider. Yeah. So it's like you have a screen with loading game. So Duncan Cameron is sitting in the chair. He's connected to, to everything and he creates the, something appears, right? And they're, they're going through it. So at some stage he was. Uh, he was creating the portals and the, uh, you know, you could see the other people on the other side and we wave it at them and he could wave at them. And that, those portals were sent back in the future, sent, sent back, fuck. So they were sent in the future. The, you could see in the future. So you have to understand the portal opens, you walk in by Tesco and the portal opens and something waves to you. What are you going to do? You're going to fucking run. But people in, in, in the future, they were just waving back. So what they decided, they were sending t away teams up and sometimes he had to keep that portal open for so long so that the away team could cross it. It wasn't like, a, you know, you're going through and you appear at the, at, at, the, uh, at the other side straight away. So what happened, that portal could have been like 30 point. meters long for the travel. Right. You could feel, yeah, it could feel like yeah. a 30 meters. So he has to keep that open until away team or one person goes through. What happens is sometimes it closes before the team 
and they have nowhere and to go. And they get stuck in so the, they just the get, nether, yeah, in, in, the middle. In, yeah, in ether. They're just gone. And we don't know what happens. So that's why the claims are yeah. there that they're from 100,000, 10,000, 100,000. I suppose if you're in the middle, other portals are opening up here, there, and everywhere all the time. You could just jump through one, but where would you end up? Yeah. But how do they get to it? That's MK Ultra shit for you. How do uh, they get so, to yeah, it? So, yeah, obviously, um, MK Ultra and things like that. Yeah. And the Stargate, right. So I haven't got nothing wrote down to the top of my head. Stargate program. Uh, was the same thing. They used these people, like I was saying, they picked the strong people with a strong psychic connection that could move stuff with their minds and shit just a little bit. Um, they picked them to be part of this Stargate program and they actually had it where they ended up with a group of uh, 10 people or so that sat in a room and it was their job to predict outcomes slash um, uh, things like world events, like problems and stuff like that. And they were also linked to all of the other government agencies, CIA, NSA, uh, FBI, and all that stuff that would call on them for their help if they got stuck on something. They could use their psychic abilities. But they spent 38, 40 million on this Stargate project. Um, and it shut down. They opened up somewhere else. Um, they used these people, but it was only right 15% of the time. These people could, in their mind, um, they actually was successful on one mission. And I think it was locating an aircraft or a ship or something. There, and they located the ship within two miles of where the exact coordinates they just said in their mind, which was crazy. But there was only right 15% of the time. So it was sort of worked, it sort of didn't, and then they scrapped the project. That was a Stargate program, so you can look at that. That's all in with this stuff as well. So they actually had a team of psychics trying to solve um, the agency's, well, America's problems. They were look by by Project Stargate, Stargate Project. You, they were using a device to do it. Yeah. So they were using device very similar to the one the you chair. see on the Stargate movie. Yeah. Not the chair to amplify there. Amplify. So it, like X Men, Xavier. Yeah, Xavier. He has this goes shit into his room him. and it amplifies his his that shit. He sits inside a massive golf ball, puts his little helmet on. And then it amplifies his thing, powers. But how did they get to it? How did they get to that old oh, shit? So it, yeah, it be... baffles me. Like, yeah, all right, they've got this device that sits on your head, but how right. the fuck? Right, so it, it was the aliens. <laughs> there is a theory. There is a theory. There is a theory that at the same moment the, the USS Eldridge disappears, there's this, a shining object that disappears with it. There's okay. a shining object flying over that disappears with it. And what happens is that object's been transferred to uh, the beginning of the Montauk Project timeline. And it's, it, it crashes somewhere, okay? And they recover it, and they create the chair from parts. It's like oh, reverse, shit. yeah, it's like reverse engineering. So they reverse, they, uh, apparently they have four of those chairs at some stage. Uh, it's, we're gonna, it's yeah, a big we're, shit. We're going to get, we're going <laughs> to. We're going to get into it, but they created and they amplified. There, there are some stories that they're actually, there were gray men, the grays, helping them all together. You know, remember that EBE-1? We were talking about it. Uh, in, EBE-1 is, the, is the, the extraterrestrial that actually survived the crash, and they had him locked right, up. Yep. And they, there was a movie that yes. is on YouTube as well like, that you can, you can see, and he talks about it. And the question he's asked is, where are you from? I'm from Earth. But, but, but why? How? No, I'm from the future. 
uh, or I'm next, I'm you, but I'm evolved into me. So, That's a long fucking time. Yeah, it's a long, long time. And they asked him what happens, <laughs> what happened with humans? Oh, you killed each other in nuclear war. Which probably is going to start soon anyway. Yeah, that's and that's how it happens. They, they, some, you know, the survivors are there. It takes thousand years to evolve, and people remember what happened, and they don't want to happen again. And you know, and he says, but he dies. But before he dies, he gives them, he gives them some uh, instructions on how to create certain stuff. But that's just, that's just. We're talking about conspiracy theories now here, so that's just uh, one of the theories that happened. And there's another, another theory that there were actually greys there that were helping them why the chair was uh, stuff. But let's go back. This is a really dark part of the story at the moment because they had those boys and the boys were uh, either kidnapped uh, and other ones they were basically just orphans or homeless ones. They were just picked yeah. up from the street and they were testing those boys for abilities. There was a game, uh, I can't remember the name of the person that there was a card game that was, that was the, uh, developed by a, by a, one of the one of the psychologists or, or psychiatrists and it, you had one part of those cards marked with the cross circle triangle and stuff like that and the other card you know like i'm showing is it's, it's nine of clubs yeah it's nine of clubs so the other person couldn't the boy couldn't see it but he says i'm looking at that card and there's a black circle but you can't see it so you tell me what is it and that boy was getting into the without even knowing what he was doing. He was getting into uh, the, 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 the hand, they weren't even called handlers, just the instructors, instructors mind. And he says, yeah, that's it. So once they pass a certain threshold, they were accepted to the program and the boys didn't that's know what crazy. was going on. Yeah. The boys didn't know what was going on. So you had a certain levels of the programming. So the first level was, uh, I don't know, they didn't let them, you know, the MK Lutra that they, they put the dog in front of them and they, you know, you shoot it, you know, just to get the motions over and, and stuff like that. But they were basically holding them under the water as long as they were, they were basically out of bread and they say they give up and they were just lifting them up, putting them back into, into the dark rooms, you know, tighten them up with the very, you know, with the cuffs or, or anything else, you know, the guys were bleeding, they were beaten, uh, raped. You know, oh, shit. On, 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 and stuff like that. But then they were stepping through those rooms and the, the, the punishment or, or those torches were getting worse and worse. And they were getting to the last room and the person, and I think it was one of the main men of the, of the Montauk on the Cam Hero. I think his name was Jack. I can't remember the surname of. And he was the man that was saying, come on, I'm here. So he was cutting, he was unchaining them. He was cutting the ropes. And he says, here, I need to help you, but you're not going to be going through that again, but I need you to do something. And they were told that they were going to do stuff to protect the country because no Save one Save the world, they're yeah. like superheroes. Yeah, so the, you, you, because no one else can do it. So yeah, the guys were sitting on the chair and as I said, 1% of those lads survived, I mean survived, but then another 1% of them. I could be wrong with the numbers, but I'm trying to get, paint a picture here. How many of them were actually able to live normal life after that? So they were deprogrammed. Yeah, there's no way. So back in the, back in your head, that was just. Set yeah, there I don't think do. they would though, man. If I think they deprogrammed the ones that didn't work. If any, the ones if that didn't any... work, the ones that didn't work, they just got rid of the body. Oh yeah, I guess so. But if they did work, uh, move the project, like do send them to another project. They would not. That's got to be. 
the amount of money they spend uh, now, it doesn't matter whether you're a child or you have a life or a soul, you are now property of the government. You are an asset. You are yeah. whatever money they've put into it. They're not going to let you go that easily. They're going to get the use out of it. But I think the deprogramming thing is, I don't know, it's nearly sort of a, a Jason Bourne sort of situation, you know, where Agreed. just complete mind wash. Uh, but it, it, if they turn or anything like that, then yeah, they get assassinated. But um, they they tried to get Jason Bourne back for so long because of the amount of money they spent on on uh, mind control and programming. But and on that the other hand, on the, yeah, you, you're correct there, hundred percent. But on the other hand, they could only use boys to the certain age. So what are they going to do with those boys after that? They, Why they, is that? Because their psychic yeah, ability abilities, you know, strongest. Uh, they're somebody I've heard. That's very interesting. If they go missing when they're a boy, they're not going to miss them when they're an adult. So, yeah. Mid- like, yeah. Somebody said a very interesting thing uh, on one of the podcasts I was listening to. Yes, I do listen to podcasts. So, so the wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the pe- one of the pr- people said that we are born with all the informations in the world, and we're just uh, being taught how to forget it. You know, we're just forgetting it when we're getting older and that's why we're going to school and that's why we learn this shit again and all that. Is that the remembering your past life stuff? Could be, could be. Have you seen um, Infinite with Mark Wahlberg? No, not yet. On Amazon, do you know what it is? Yeah. So this is a very, 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 very small percentage of people remember their past lives. Mm. So, but they can't remember remembering their past lives. They just know how to do shit. So Mark Wahlberg is one of these 0.001% of people. And he's, he's, he's in the 20th century, whatever, he's 2021, whatever. Uh, he makes this absolutely perfect, one-of-a-kind samurai sword. Just makes it himself. Doesn't know how he's done it. He just makes it. He wants to sell it because he's after some money. Uh, and they're like, wow, like how the fuck did you make that? And he's, he used to be a blacksmith in fucking 1280 AD or something like that, you know, uh, a Japanese blacksmith. And he's remembered, and eventually when you remember, it all comes back, and the things you can do, the, the fighting, the everything you can do, you, you remember everything. So, But it's a, such a small percentage of the human race that tried to do it. I don't know if that's even a thing. There has been, obviously, very weird cases of children saying... Oh, like I remember that house, and that's where the dog was, and that's the, where the tree swing was. And they remember specifically, never been there in their lives. They're probably about six year old. They take the parents sometimes on a whim, just take them to this place. It doesn't exist, and then they tell you exactly where something is, and it's fucking weird. But the kids do remember their past life. Yeah, and it has been happened. Like. Do you remember dying in in the airplane clash on Pearl Harbor, like? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, legit. Yeah. So yeah, and, like, it, it's true. Exactly where tree swings was and things like stuff's buried and they dig stuff up. It's like what the fuck. Yeah, it is very Ow. interesting the idea that you're born with knowing everything. Yeah, and you know, and basically that's what happens. But there is there is a story about UFO, and when when I mentioned that, but let's jump, let's jump to the EBE. I have the um, I have little thing on the uh, on the EBE which I already said. Right, so there's a. I'll be like remembers one thing, right? That they they actually they were keep telling him, and he. Did he input into his project? We don't know. So he says the humans are born, or I should say, not only born, but at the time of conception, as he found out with his research, with their own time locks. Okay. Now, would you have to go into some rather obscure physics? I leave it out to math and try to make it simple. We're not living in a three-dimensional universe. We're living in five-dimensional universe. The fourth and fifth dimensions are time. The fourth time dimension 
of course, has been well alluded to be a clown as, as you know, by Einstein and others. So that's 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 how they uh, that's how they go through it. So the fifth dimensional concept actually goes back to 1931, and <clears throat> He realized, as is known today by some physicists, that the fifth dimension is also time. It is a spinor or a vector rotating around the first primary vector, which indicates the flow and direction of time. Get your head around it. I've been trying not to work it, but these explain science to me now. Yeah. No, no, it's, oh God. we trust science. You know that. So <laughs> the flow is. We can't fill it, right? So we say that we are moving forward in time. That's because of our looking at it and our reference. We don't sense time, but it does flow at a fairly stable rate. And this other vector running around is no concern to us normally. So what they were trying to do, they were trying to work a way around it, mm -hmm. just to move ourselves around that four, fifth, fourth and fifth dimension. But <clears throat> I mentioned, I mentioned the boys and, and the hard times they've gone through. And the main person that goes through is is Duncan. So Duncan Duncan gets on that chair and he tries this to This is create... Professor Xavier of the yeah. group, yeah. Yeah, he, he is the one, yeah, but he's he's going to to that stage that he doesn't need the chair anymore. But he can do it himself without the chair. So the first that mm. we're trying to open the open the portals. Oh, to that's look... crazy. Yeah, the 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 first they're trying to open the portals to look through it. And they describe at some stage they describe that the boys that didn't make it, some of the bodies were burned, uh, the, some of them just could shit themselves, you know, uh, they exploded, the heads exploded, the heads stayed there, and the body just got burned. Uh, Imagine being a scientist or whatever on that. That, that. This Preston Nichols guy was just an electrician there. Just an electrical engineer. A child yeah. Electrical engineer, and a child fucking explodes in front of you. There, were, the, there, there was a question by Al Bielik. Uh, and on one of the movies, and he's. he's I suppose yeah. it's like the guys that work at Area Fifty One, though. They're just normal people. They're they're signed by confidentiality. Sign here, sign here, sign here. Thirty-eight more times, and if you say it, we'll kill your family. All right. It is. It it is a bit a bit fucked up, like. But now, you know, before before we jump into anything else, is is the uh, the place that the camp hero is on the build on. It's okay. Called, yeah. So I have some. It's got to be like uh, an ancient Indian burial ground. Exactly. That's not actually, but it belonged to. Uh, it belonged to Indians. Uh, you know, can we? What, always what, does. Always does. Yeah. And it hasn't. Uh, is it, it legit? Taken, is but, this, yeah. yeah, yeah. Spiritual land, um, dark energy places. Like there must be something on the scales or the readings or EMFs or something there that that they're attracted to. Why would they do it there? Like, yeah. So. It's been the Montauk Indians. They were they were they were living in that region, and apparently they were living there for at least that the, they were living there for at least eight thousand years before the camp here was, and before that oh. was taken from them. So yeah, it's a very noteworthy to point out that chiefs of the Montauks have held the name of Pharaoh, like the Egyptians ones. Oh, okay. Right? Their history, long before any white people had arrived to impart such a name to them. You know, they wouldn't teach them, so they already knew that. 
So the, the theory is there that there are certain points on Earth that are connected, interconnected to each other. So we have the, yeah, the pyramids, we have mayans, pyramids, yeah. yeah. We have that. And then yeah. one of them was 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 wherever the Montauk's lands was there, was the Camp Hero. Is situated on one of those, either that on the Brookhaven, which is back towards the towards the New York, you know. As we know, the the Brookhaven is on Long Island. Uh, you wouldn't put yes. the skyscrapers there because of the ground. Uh, it's like, as I said, it's like a glacier just pukes each other, it is out, you know, it just just creates that land. So you, it's not, it's not like the mountains, you know, like a the, volcano goes off like, from the water. Yeah, it's like the Chinese mountains when you have those those tunnels built. You know, with the with the with the special, with the for, air forces and and so on. You That's the, the Stargate. Movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the evidence indicates that we're there for at least eight thousand years before the white men came in. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? So it, it is geologically distinct from Long Island and North America. It could theoretically be a remnant of the Atlantean Atlantis uh, altogether. Yeah. Yeah, and the name Pharaoh was most likely derived from Atlantis, both in Egypt and Montauk. So that's that's one of the one of one of the one of the theories. Like you so. but, well, that's weird because actually Stargate had a show called Atlantis as well, where they did underwater Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, when we, when I said we do a Montauk project, I said, yeah, I have everything scripted, but you can't. You because can't because it's so all over the shop. You've gone from ancient Indians to burial grounds to pyramids to space to time travel to different dimensions to yep. light speed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No wonder them kids' heads exploded. <laughs> Mine yeah. feels like it's good. Exactly. exactly. So let's go. Let's go to uh, the project itself, right? So the experiments, okay. yeah. The experiments, they're probably asleep already there, right? But the experiments, <laughs> the experiments began in the early 1970s. So the facility yeah. was expanded to as many as 12 levels and several hundred workers. I kind of, the, the crews that are going over there are trying to investigate. They see all the hatches being sealed off or, or just flooded. And there's a cement, they're cemented over. You can't even enter anything bar. I think you can only enter the, the tower itself but when the people yeah. enter the tower uh there's a shaft going down there's basically you an elevator going down you can fill it but it can't concrete. go down there so they filled the whole whole all of it with concrete yeah so it's oh, how 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 far did it go they sort of preserved yeah. though saying that you could get a team to dig all that yeah. through that so it says homeless people were abducted and subjected so let's just sum it up before we go even further right so homeless people, uh, orphans, the kids were were, were oh, abducted yeah. and sub subjected to a huge amount of electromagnetic radiation. Only a few survived. So, you know, I think few survived to remember what happened there. And we have the yeah. sewers right over there. People had their psychic abilities enhanced to the point where they could materialize objects out of thin air. Stuart Swedlow claims to have been involved in the Montauk project. And the result, he says, he's psionic faculties were boosted but at the cost of emotional instability post-traumatic stress disorder and other issues so it's yeah. basically like a kid being raped all the time that's yeah. how it is like but that's what happened allegedly happened to them they were they were waterboarded you know they were i don't know why they had to go for all that mk ultra yeah i mean how you bend the uh, mk ultra was lsd and uh acid and things like that wasn't it Could have been. mind control of lsd yeah but, but that was given to like 
thousands, just the general population. When it like, go and see your doctor today and sign this, and we'll put you up, we'll give you money for stuff. Want yeah. it? And people will go into these places and they will pay to take LSD. And apparently, Charles Manson and all that sort of stuff was linked to MK Ultra, and is the reason why he is how he is. And he had a fucking cult as well. So how well did that go? Now listen to this: a portal in time was created, which allowed researchers to travel anywhere in time or space. It was developed into a stable time tunnel. So at the very end, the time tunnel was opened. Right. Shit. Now, just a reminder. Uh, two days ago or yesterday the Hydron Collider has been restarted after three years Okay. 10am, I think it was the 23rd of March at the 10am did you feel anything? did you feel that feel wave anything. did you feel that wave Ma- going through you? <laughs> like the no, reality is changing? That, like that guy that stuck his head in Russia's one I think it was really... <laughs> I remember that one, yeah. It was just a beam of light, and he's it, it, it just like... Zoom. Yeah, see it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he lived, man. I don't know how. I think he's still alive now, but he got, like, cancer and shit, but... Now, they're saying that the contact was made with alien extraterrestrials through the time tunnel, and technology was exchanged with them, which enhanced the project. This allowed broader access to hyperspace. So this is the hyperspace they're talking about. So it's creating, going That's through. crazy, man. Yeah, it is yeah, crazy. Yeah, but hy- the, the hyperspace and portals and stuff. So, but why are they still, like, making spaceships and, like, trying to get to Mars and stuff if they could simply just walk through a door there? Is that all for the, is that all a facade for the general population? Right. To say we haven't advanced as far as we have? Look how long it took them to give the internet to the public. Yeah. <laughs> What was it like ten years or something? Yeah. So, and they thought that no one's going to use it. They're going to have like hundred websites, and it's just going to die. And yeah, I know. Now, yeah. Now look at it. Yeah. You know. Now he's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> just scroll Twitter for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah and, and mayhem, mayhem, mayhem all the time. Yeah, yeah, man. Shorts. Yeah. Now this oh, is the man. one from Stranger Things. An alien monster traveled through the time tunnel, destroyed equipment, and devoured researchers. The tunnel was shut down, and the creature was destroyed. So we know the end of it. But we okay. don't know who summoned it. How did they destroy it, man? Like, I imagined immediately it was sort of Ghostbuster guns, like lightning guns and shit. Yeah. Holy crap. So mind control experiments were conducted on runaway boys, were abducted and brought out the base. They were underwent excruciating periods of both physical and mental torture in order to break their minds. Then their minds were reprogrammed. So that's what you do. You break your mind so you do what you're told. And you won't say no. That seems right, doesn't it? If you want yeah, somebody man. to do stuff for you, because whatever way they were doing, that wasn't just, uh, you know, stocking up the shelves in Tesco. There was some other shit, like the proper shit they were doing. So, Beep just put, just reading uh, how true, I don't know, but whilst Duncan was in the chair, someone whispered, the time is now to him, and that was what let loose the monster ah, from his subconscious. Ah, fuck off, Beep. <laughs> there you go, Ben. You get fucked. <laughs> ah, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. That's how it happened. So, as as I mentioned, Beep just destroyed the whole show for us, anyway. Oh shit! I wanted to build up that excitement for you guys, just to go in, don't fall asleep, you know, get you on the proper frequency, and and listen to the story. 
But what happens there? Yes, the true. So let's go back in time a bit. So Duncan Duncan Cameron is the one, the one, the numero uno there. So, so he does everything for them. So at some stage he was they were they were trying to materialize objects he was thinking of. Right? I don't read me what Beep says there. I don't want to hear. I don't want to talk to her. She's in the dog. I can block her if you want. No, you're grand. I'm not. <laughs> so the Duncan Duncan Cameron he says, oh, it's like, uh, shit. I don't know. Think think of think of a peach, right? Okay, he's thinking of a peach. But what happens there, he managed to get that peach Into traveling time as well. So that peach has already appeared in the yeah. canteen. Somebody picked it up, right? And he's eating that, right? And he's walking yeah, into the room with the Duncan lad sitting there yeah. in the chair. And he says, the, the people are asking him, so what, what did you think of? And he says, I thought about peach. And I put it in a canteen. And the man just eats the peach. What, what did you say? Yeah. Oh, shit. So, you know, this is how far they go. So I'm kind of trying to. What happens to? I'm trying to stray away. He's, he's he's there. He's you know I don't know. What, is he still alive? I never I never gone he, as far into it. He was just a lad, wasn't he? He was just a lad. Le the the one that he was. They, they picked him up because he was the most advanced. He has the the, the psychic abilities was that were there. Yeah, it was, were, the force was strong in him. Yeah, everybody has. Yeah. It. Have you heard of of the of the of the Earth frequency? I think it's seven point um, something uh, megahertz. Um, oh, yeah, yeah very right. little. Yeah, it's very mm -hmm. little. And you know the bees, the way they're flying, because the the, the bees are heavier. They're, they're impossible for them to fly with the little wings they have. Like a T-Rex's right? arms. Yeah. yeah, it's like a T-Rex arms. You know why the T-Rex <laughs> died? Because, you know, they couldn't maintain the, their, their proper, uh, you know, toothbrush routine, you know. Or they couldn't whack themselves uh, up. But that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were too stressed, like, you know. But you know you know the bees, like you know, they have little little wings and they little wings, big ass body. You can hear yeah. that bzzz. So yeah. apparently the inside of the bees is a bit empty, so they create a little uh chamber vacuums vacuum and, the, and that, that frequency they create, which we can hear, lets them fly up and it's down. Earth's up and down. Frequency. Yeah. That's Project Phoenix. The Phoenix Project. Oh, but um, that's crazy stuff. So you mentioned okay. the you mentioned the warriors, right? The so, psychic warrior program was yeah. so sick. <laughs> so Preston Preston worked with Albilic on the psychic aspects of the Montag chair and the Montag boys program. Preston trained yeah. the Montag boys to be psi warriors. Yeah, that's cool. There was special alien technology chair outfit. They, they mentioned it all the time. Alien. Alien technology. Yeah. I'm kind of trying to strain away. I think maybe, maybe you never know. There is, there is a yeah, report of the shining it, light. It's very short lived. If they, if we did have alien contact, it yeah. was very like brief or it is still in secret or whatever. What gets to me is Russia had the same thing going and they had both had psychic warriors and they're both creating portals to each other's secret places but, you know, like you said, there was a 30 meters, you go through a portal and there's this space and you go into it and it's like a Mortal Kombat room and there's a Russian psychedelic warrior in there and an American US <laughs> Navy <laughs> SEAL Delta fucking psychic warrior <laughs> and they just start fucking now, fight! And then the winner gets to go through the portal, Three, man. Two, one, fight! <laughs> yeah, 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 like that, yeah. And it's, it's just put them doing it with their mind and stuff as well and throwing stuff from their mind, like, zoom, like... Yeah. Oh, that's sick. What's your talk, Sergey? 
Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, okay. Just street fighter like sort of shit. But that yeah. psychic warrior program, how does one train for it to defend against tax attacks on the mind? How do you strengthen the mind? Is that is that the beating and the torturing to have a strong mind? I think that the power of the mind is stronger than the bullet at some stage because what can they do with the with a flock of people like you know? Just to probably well, like, by anything and, and ten of these people psychics. Yeah. Mm. So because obviously they were like boosting their powers with generators and then jet nuclear generators and shit. That's <laughs> crazy. Right. The Montauk chair, a little bit on it, right? I have some mm. bits. You've already said them, but do it again. No, that was I ages ago. Do it again. <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> I've already forgot what I said. So they're saying there was a special alien technology, but yeah, uh, they would. They were, they were the outfitted with miles. coils. There were pickup electromagnetic signals representing the thoughts of the person occupying the chair. These signals were then highly amplified and rebroadcast by the transmitter, where they generated physical manifestations in a region of space. The Montauk chair used subtle quantum fields to read a person's thought. And there are pictures of those devices and their drawings on how to use it. The device also translate the device also translated the electromagnetic field or aura around the body into a visible format. The chair was it's used weird for many yes. that it, the it, it's chair. I can't get how does the chair produce quantum fields through a thing? That's how yeah, yeah it it's yeah it, it listen we're only learning about the stuff they've done during the cold war you would have thought it'd be like rays in a room that admit some sort of laser a beam or i'll tell you now uh, i'll tell you something now. like that a bank of a chair radio receivers mental. yeah but listen to this a bank of uh, radio receivers designed by tesla uh, okay would pick Nikolai. up yeah would pick up and digitize the thought turning thought into a computer code uh, the radar tower was used to turn thought into reality. That's how it works. This is the guy that created the earthquake machine. Mm. So what, the chair was used for many purposes. One was to open up a vortex for time travel. Many, many boys were lost. As I told you, they were lost into the hyperspace. So just gone. See ya. That's mental. Yeah. yeah. No tombstone for you. Bye. They used uh, the computer, which is called Cray-1 or IBM 360, back in the day. Don't fall asleep, Sai. It's not over yet. No, I'm just... uh, IBM, yeah. Intercontinental (laughs) Ballistic Missiles. Yeah. (laughs) Or or the bank. (laughs) (laughs) So they had the the chair for the remote view window one you described. They had the chair for the the, the time travel, uh, looking glass, you know, to, to, to see what's happening. And uh, to create an objects of nowhere. So quick, t- quick things, right? So what happens is they're they're doing that the projects and they're doing experiments. I'm gonna pour my drink now, but at some stage they were they were going to teleport from uh, from one place to another, and they decided to go to Mars. So one of the boys, I think it was Duncan Cameron, is but be- like so. You just said their subconscious just goes. Yeah, and I was trying to to. So that's why that like, don't you think to put on a, an astronaut suit anyway? Maybe in case you just end up on Mars as a full person. Yeah, 
I don't know. Like that it... guy that went because apparently if they did send the guy to space and he come back and he died, yeah, you would have thought they'd have prepared a little bit more because people were disappearing from this chair allegedly. It wasn't just their mind; it was their whole self. It's 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 you have to just read read through it, watch again, read through it again to understand what was really going on. But what happens? He's getting uh, teleported to Mars, but then he gets himself traveled through time. And he goes back time 150,000 years back and he sees those mega cities being built and been sorry, being destroyed, being built up, you know, like built up and uh, the civilization so... being there. So in the movie, in the movie, did, uh, did it have an atmosphere? Or was it just yes. like sort of people? Yes. Okay. So in the movie, in the movie, a monster chronicles, there's a scene just before the monster is released. Is the 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 main man Jack the the you know the, the 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 camp the camp boss says if we only knew that we weren't here from the first time boom so what he's trying to say is that apparently we could have been you know just 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 appeared from the from the other planet being moved basically uh, and now we want to move back yeah but the funny thing is. The, uh, the 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 Duncan the Duncan lad, right? He's going and he's at one stage he's being trans he transports himself to uh two thousand seven hundred twenty seven thirty something. And he uh and he's he stays there for a while. Yeah. And he and after two weeks he's been vetted by people and the people welcome him, right? And apparently those people know, hello, you know, we, you're here. We know we you're knew coming. You was coming. You're coming. Yeah. We heard about that stuff. Stay yeah. over here. You know, the culture is here. Everybody welcoming. And he's becoming a guide there or, or some kind of stuff. And he just comes back at some stage. So it's crazy. So two weeks away. Yeah, two but, weeks away. Yeah. How does shit. it all end? So we're not going into technical details of it. How does it all end? At some stage, Duncan... Duncan has been exploited too much. He doesn't have need that charity to use it. He's been asked to do so much stuff. And at some stage, uh, Preston, I think it's... Ah, before. like you said, where the place was built on top of all this, like, it could have been dark energy slash uh, radio waves, etc. Yeah. And he could do it now at will, so they didn't need that location anymore. Is that why they abandoned Camp Hero? I don't know if they're still using it. And they just moved him? Yeah. yeah. It's a they're good still question. using it now? Well, you said something about Obama, didn't you? Well, there's a thing. There's a YouTuber. Well, Obamacare right, didn't he... work for for USA, so what the fuck? Like, is it anything yeah, else? Yeah, some work? people went to Camp Hero and they was doing the vlogs or whatever and doing the tour and having a look at Camp Hero, and they actually managed to get uh, an interview with a caretaker. But when they went there to pick him up, the boss was there and he was refusing for this person to go yes. into the car and say anything. Uh, and he was like, so they managed to secretly get him in anyway, and he had to talk and get past. And his boss was like, he goes, I'm just a caretaker anyway. And, and everyone was, and all of a sudden there was cars there, and there was just people concerned. He was like, don't Seen say it, anything yeah. to these people. Yeah, or you'll lose your job and shit, basically. Yeah, and he was actually like, there oh. all the time, so they had to meet him at some stage. In, he was just think, a caretaker, yeah, like, but he's obviously seen him. some shit. And he just keep quiet. And that's the still first going now. He says, no, I, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Because you can legit walk down that road. It's obviously fenced off, but you can see the building. You can see the big antenna on the top. And legit some weird CIA child torture chair futuristic stuff did happen there in the 80s. 
and obviously it's still going now, which is mental. But then what happens is Duncan guy, just Professor Xavier sat somewhere, just controlling shit, just nipping into the future. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's mental to think about. But You can't. It's a fucking science fiction film, man. You want to hear about the beast? Ooh. <laughs> Unleash the beast, man. Go on. So, how... The, the, the movie, The Monster Chronicles, uh, it actually creates a whole the story about it, how that beast appears. So, yeah. uh, this get... is the same thing that they're doing on Stranger Things, then. Yeah. So, this but is also Stranger Things you have, shit. Stranger Things, you have the, uh, the, the water down. chamber. Okay, yeah, but you, you still don't have, have the a beast chair. there, don't you? Yeah, you don't have a chair, you have the, the water tank. Oh, I remember. Then, yeah, yeah I've, I only see a few episodes of season one, I haven't actually seen all the whole thing. Uh, I've seen bits and bobs. Uh, my True. son's watched the True. whole very, thing. Very, very, very interesting. Yeah. Eleven, yeah, shaved dead. She comes out and like the the nighty thing. But yeah, I've seen her in the water chamber, and that like amplifies the um, the sort of uh, powers and shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. So you know, Duncan is there. He's doing his job. The the the. But in the, by the August twelfth, the nineteen eighty three, that everything was just working perfect. But yeah. Duncan, at some stage, has has enough. And in the movie. It's shown as the the uh, Preston Duncan and be like they're just saying to Duncan, uh, the talking to themselves in the tale. Yeah, how, the, how how is this Preston Nichols so involved? Is it just because he's whistleblowing the whole thing? He is. After all, he's one of those four, four people we're getting information from. You know, mm-hmm. at the very end, he tells all the story, and the the stories do match. It, he was other. just the electrical yeah. guy. Yeah, the the stories do. He was close to the main man Jack there. The Nichols were glad. Mm-hmm. He knew what was okay. going on, and at the very, very, uh, at the culmination point, he actually does something to stop the the the, the shit going, to get in even further. Like so. So at that time, the portal is is working. They're they're doing experiments, sending away teams from one place to another. Uh, there, it's like you know that portal of strange things. You have that little vagina there that you put your hand in there. A slit in there. Yeah, yeah. A slit in there, and it's working. They have everything's working. They send away teams. They're they're gathering information and so on and so on. So working past, future, past, future, more future, then then so over. At some stage, I think he was transported to six thousand or something, six thousand AD. Wow. Know. Yeah. So they decided to crash the project. So while sitting in the mounted chair, Duncan unleashed a giant beast from his subconscious. So he thought of something. It was like a hairy beast or something, right? That, yeah. Which literally just destroyed Lots the of arms, so, Big blob, basically, yeah. it is. So the story goes that this giant, hairy, monstrous beast, referred to by Preston as the Junior. <laughs> so they already had the plan. So they told Duncan, uh, they, they, they told Duncan what to think of. Not what to think of, but I say, do you have anything? It's lucky what my mind strapped to that machine, yeah. mate, because everyone just gets attacked by a massive vagina or something, I swear. <laughs> With arms no, and shit. No, the, the only thing I'll be attacked is by massive boobs of Pamela Anderson. Yeah, yeah that's to yeah, catch them. But it's coming it's at us. There's another one. Look at the nipple. This escalated so quickly. We're just being if you trauma. strap a... Um, yeah, maybe we should go have a sit in the chair and see what we can do. No, but what, what would what would Beep think about it? Is she still in the chat? You know? Yeah, she's still there. Oh, she put old man, imagine. Yeah, and King Killer was like, yes, please, <laughs> to the boob monster. Uh, yeah, fuck, man. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even have any thought. If you were strapped to this chair, someone put it on your head, and they said, uh, think of something, you would be so on the spot 
Who knows what you would think of at the time? Yeah. Oh, oh. Any, anything would have been, you can't, you, you'd be planning, you'd be like, right, I want this to, uh, a mountain of gold, a mountain of gold, a mountain of gold, put on your head, hairy penis, fuck, and then, oh, shit. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? Like, <laughs> anything could happen. Don't add water to it. Don't add water to it. <laughs> well, it's good because the New York is so close. There wasn't mafia involved in it, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, they probably like, Why are you talking to me? The the You're talking to me. <laughs> well, but oh. let's go back to it. So he was formed from a thought formed right out from the ether, out of ether, right? The beast allegedly ran amok all over the base, and the only way the person could bring the whole ear to the hold was to disconnect the power to the raider. When that didn't work, they pressed there's a scene that Preston Preston Nichols is is actually talking to the Jackman. The Jackman says you need to go down there. You need to melt the the some kind of electrical shit and you just destroy it. And he says, no, I'm not going to do it because that can attack me anytime. And there's a, there's oh, a yeah. smoke coming from the places. All the cameras are being filled with the smoke. And all he has to do is baby go, uh, basically just go there. But he doesn't want to. Now, they're armed. They're wearing, they're, they're armed all the time. So the jack lad takes out the gun. And he says, you're going to go there because I'm going to drop you down. I'm going to drop you right down. And then Preston Nichols is on his knees, right? And he has hand on the trigger and he's ready to pull out his gun out. But he doesn't. He decides to go. So he goes, he crawls through the, through the tunnel and, and he crawls out under the smoke and just goes to that panel. He melts it down and, and in the movie is, he's destroying that with the with hammer and everything yeah. just disappears. Are they using legit names in the movie? Uh, yes. Yes. It's like okay. part documentary, part of the movie, because you have those scenes. Oh. Uh, they're explaining Stuart Swedlow's history. As a boy, he used to see the, the plane, uh, sorry, the, the UFO crashing in his uh, neighborhood, and he's being taken, okay. not by UFO, but he's taken by the, some guys later on. He's being kidnapped. And he's he's going through the stuff. He's one That'd of those. Good to, um, yeah. to, to do a gaming pit thing, sort of. Where we put a movie on like of that sort of nature, document, uh, documentary slash film, and we just put it on and share the screen and watch it. That'd be fucking yeah. cool. But well, I didn't know there was a movie on it. If you'd have messaged me, I'd have much rather watched. A there movie is, yeah, it's on Bitchute. There are two parts. Broke down. Yeah, stuff. there's there's two parts. And actually, uh, watched the first part. Uh, How long is a it? A week ago. It's a two hour. One. Uh, the first part I watched a week ago, just before we wanted to. Uh, I never heard of that movie before. And ah, uh, um, one of the one of the research I don't I just mentioned that, and I said, "Oh shit, I need to find it." And it's actually on Beach in two parts. You can watch it. Um, I think the Weekend Warrior channel has it on. And uh, just just stick on it. I'll try to put the, some some information into the comments on the audio, guys, for you. Sai is gonna do it on 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 video because he's already falling yeah. asleep. No, but. This is how it ends. This is Stranger Things, guys. And it's just been, it's just been shut down. It. It's just been shut down. So, Babe, when you said, does no one know what happened to Duncan, I thought you were just going to uh, Google it and tell us all. And you just put oof. oof. So if you wanted to Google and tell us all, that'd be great. <laughs> now, there is a, there is an abstract from the book which talks about aliens over there, right? So I'm just, if you have time, I'm going to read it out. Okay. okay. Oh, and then, and then, guys, you, you, you think what you? It, it doesn't have me convinced. 
that much. Okay, I'm trying to think that we are maybe able to do stuff with Tesla and stuff like that. So, um, so all four men, the Bielik, Swerdlow, Preston Nichols and Duncan Cameron claim to have seen extraterrestrials via the underground camp uh, hero facility, where there were quite a number of aliens at Montauk, said Bielik. Somewhere there on the semi-permanent basis, a lot of them were just visitors that came and looked at what they wanted to see and went back home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you remember the, the nuclear tests, there were spot, UFOs spotted over and then you, there was a, remember the case we were talking about the, the, all the equipment in the, on the base just started flashing. There was ready to go and everything just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah, that yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. So there were little greys there, which I suspected were the generated humans from the future. Large grey aliens with our different species were also of Montauk and they were highly intelligent. There were definitely alien be- beings at Montauk, Nichols said. We had the little greys and the larger greys, as well as a variety of reptilian beings. So this is where they have oh. me as that. Uh, okay. This is not the center of the earth, yeah. uh, reptilians, Guys, is it? There's, uh, I, I have my set thoughts on flat earth, and I have my set thoughts on the reptilians. But if they appear to be true, I'm going to say, yes, I was wrong. Okay. Didn't want anything to do with me because they couldn't reach me telepathically. When I entered the room, they would leave. So they couldn't get that connection between the, each other. So there are pictures of, you know, of them at some stage. I don't know if you can see it. You probably won't because the screen is white. But there are pictures of them. And they look like the the ones we can see on the movies. The the greys, you know, they have on the t-shirt with the eyes. Being yeah, 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 the egghead. Um, yeah, yeah. Paul. So the experiments were completed and the destruction of the facility was completed. It was claimed that the facility was closed for good. All the staff were brainwashed, shot, mm. or sworn wow. to absolute secrecy. And all records destroyed. Oh. So you were either deprogrammed or you were shot. Make your choice. <laughs> it's like yeah. getting menu. So, yeah, the guy comes over to yourself. So for you, sir, today we have, for starters, you're going to be brainwashed. If it doesn't work, you're going to get shot. And we're just going to skip Look, the dessert. Don't even mind wipe me, man. Just take me out for a few drinks. Yeah. Oh, I remember shit. <laughs> yeah, so. They were trying people to get in there. They thought it was a skate park, you know, to use the, the cements, you know, constructions and stuff like that. But this is the history of Montauk Project. And it goes further to Brookhaven and it goes further to Phoenix Project as well. And it goes back to Harp and it goes uh, to, it's connected to Philadelphia Experiment and it's connected to it's... Alistair Crowley as well at some stage. Oh man, it goes deep, man. It's so... like a tree's roots. And just it's... just, just up. expanding all over. And I actually cut that. That's awesome. That, I, cut that, I cut that in in small pieces, guys, for you because there's more to it. It's... Uh, uh, whenever Duncan Cameron was going to Mars, he went to see those pyramids on Mars. You know we have pyramids. Apparently we have those. We won't see them I because heard. they never show us. Well, but at some stage we yeah, could have see them. So he was transferred there. And yeah. that's how it all works. So, shit, I don't know. Life is good. Boy, that was crazy. That was crazy, guys. So that is the Montauk Project. That was Podcast 5. Um... I don't even know how long that went on for. Uh, one hour and fifteen. We did Jesus. well because I, I felt like fucking three hours in there. Oh, we could be but we could be going for it, ten it, now with it. it. It just sees uh, just when me and Mayhem are just back and forth 
well, I usually start and then Mayhem usually finish. I do 15 minutes, he's on the hour. Uh, but yeah, damn, when we get into it, it's good. That's just so good. And we squeeze from Like that, yeah? yeah. We yeah. had the vagina in it. We didn't have a dick jokes because Beep is not here. No, no, no. That's what we was missing. We was missing the eye candy. That's why we only had three people watching. Uh, but, you know, she can rectify that. She can uh, rectify that next week. Uh, well, Spookin' interesting. Thanks, Killer Man. You stayed for the whole thing. Appreciate <laughs> you, man. Actually sick. Babe, thanks for coming. That was sick. Uh, we had some other guy at the start as well. If you're still watching, thanks for watching. Um, yeah, we're going to end that there. That was the Montauk Project. We'll be back in two weeks with I don't know what. So not We're next Friday, surprise but Friday talking. after. Yeah, but I'll be trickling uh, content all through the week um, in the way of shorts, highlights, and the full podcast will be tomorrow. Um, and yeah, apart from that, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, thanks for watching as well, streamers, uh, viewers, people, and I'll catch you next one. Thanks, guys. Bye. You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. And access. access.org. Number 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information.